Hey, this is Monty Nero, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday, so we're going to talk some comic books. All week, we are having Godzilla vs. Kong. The movie's out in theaters now. It's available to stream on HBO Max. I, uh, I'm i actually in the middle of it right now. I pause to record. Uh, the joys of streaming. Like, you can just kind of pause and everything. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, we, we've looked at video games. And then we looked at movies and TV and stuff. Right now, we're one in one. So today is going to put somebody... In the lead, um, I'm not a fan of ties. We don't. We try not to do ties around here. So let's let's dive into it. Let's start with uh, Godzilla. So Godzilla comics, ha- he's had a long range of comics, really going back to about 1954. And in Japan, there's a lot of manga comics with uh, they were basically kind of telling the movies but expanding on them. Uh, you know, something that. We see all the time now, you know, add in another character, see a little bit more backstory, stuff like that. And they're fun. Um, They sold really, really well. People loved them. And a few of them got reprinted here in the States. And in 2018, Weekly Shonen Jump had Godzilla Planet of the Monsters in it. So that's a pretty big deal. But Godzilla's also had stories, like, published by... American publishers. Um, there was way back in '76. Actually, that's not that long ago. Godzilla versus Megalon, and Megalon, sorry. And this was just a promotional comic, like it one that movie theaters would give out for free. Except they got characters named wrong, misspelled stuff. It was a weird size. There was no cover. Nobody knows who wrote it or illustrated it. There weren't credits. Just a, a really weird, weird thing. But then Marvel got a hold of Godzilla, kind of. They had some of the rights. It's a long, weird, convoluted story. And actually had Godzilla, King of the Monsters, which ran for 24 issues from 77 to 79. And basically Godzilla bursts out of the ice in Alaska and takes a road trip to New York City. Yay. Um, It's not really a continuation of the stories like the other ones we talked about. Because they didn't have all the rights. So it's like, yeah, he, he might have kind of done some stuff before this. But, you know, he's here now. And he fought these S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, other big monsters. Um, Red Ronin was a giant samurai robot that debuted here. And Red Ronin actually showed up in Earth-X. Which is such a, a great, great series. Um, but he would run into the Avengers and Spider-Man. And Wolverine, just random, random places. Marvel would lose the rights, but still have Godzilla stuff. Like, in Iron Man, he showed up a few times in The Thing. Um, and then after that, they just kind of changed it. They're like, well, no, it's not Godzilla. It's not non-Godzilla, but it's not Godzilla. And nowadays, you know, sometimes a character will make a reference to it, or be watching one of the movies, or um, something like that. Because after Marvel lost the rights, Dark Horse picked up the rights. And in 1987, they started doing Godzilla King of the Monsters. 
And they actually, for 12 years, did that series and one-shots and miniseries and just all sorts of things that were really pretty solid. I mean, at one point, he even had a second series going on. Uh, I, I do want to mention that there was a, a moment in time in 93 where there was a TV commercial about Godzilla versus Charles Barkley. It was a Nike commercial and everything. They were playing basketball in Tokyo and yeah. They made a comic book out of it. Dark Horse made a comic out of this Nike commercial. It's crazy, I know. They also had a one-shot called Godzilla vs. Hero Zero. And in this one, um, sorry, no, in King of the Monsters, he time-traveled, and it turned out he was responsible for the San Francisco earthquake and the sinking of the Titanic and all this other stuff. And then he went to the future, and maybe it was all a dream, and I don't know. Really, really strange. Then in 94, Trend Masters made some Godzilla comics to be packaged with the toys. Uh, Fox Kids made, in, in the Fox Kids magazine, had a little series about it to promote the animated series that was out in 98. Then in 2010, IDW got the rights. And what was cool about this is they got the rights to all the monsters. Uh, well... Almost all the monsters, just to be technical, almost all the monsters, practically all the monsters. And then they introduced some new monsters and just did this crazy series, uh, Alex Ross covers. They did, the number one had a hundred variant covers, which if you're a longtime listener, you know how I feel about variant covers. Basically, if your local comic shop ordered 500 copies of issue one, they would get the the cover would be Godzilla destroying their comic book store. So, obviously, it's a, a big seller and everything. Then there were a few other series going on, like just plain Godzilla that they ran for about 13 issues and uh, some other little mini-series about, like, the Half-Century War and Godzilla in Hell. It's That one... I read about it in researching, and so I looked it up and I read a, a little bit of it. I kind of want to read the rest of it. I'm going to see if my LCS can get it because it's just insane. Then in 2014, Legendary Comics published prequel to the 2014 movie. And again, kind of changed some things and expanded and everything. And that's, that's kind of where we are. So lot kind of all over the place. Then on the flip side with King Kong. So King Kong first started off as a comic uh, comic strip back in the 30s. So when the first King Kong came out, RKO in newspapers everywhere for both King Kong and the Son of Kong had comic strips leading up to the actual movies. And that's what you did. You know, comics, weren't, comics were around, but not really. Comic strips were where it was at. And they would be reprinted overseas with additional artwork and everything. And it was really cool. And then when you had uh, the King Kong show, that animated show from 66, Marvel actually did some stories like Kong joins the circus and things. And uh, yeah, uh, but kind of flip of Godzilla in show and magazine, they published some Kong stories, including one where Kong fights the Statue of Liberty 
who's alive because of Doctor Who. Uh, yeah, that's crazy stories with these two. It, it's really, really interesting. Then in the late 60s, from 65 to 69, there was actually a company in Mexico that published these crazy, crazy books. It was a, it went for 185 issues. And he would fight like these giant lizard people things and just create and aliens and then whatever, whatever they wanted to tell, that's what they would do. Uh, Gold Key Comics would produce a few kind of based on the, the novelization. And here's the thing. A lot of King Kong comics are actually based on the novelization that predates the 33 film. So when you see it or read them, you're like, wait a minute, this is a little, little different. And, uh, that, that's why, you know, over the years, the movies have kind of blended the two and we, we that's where we're at with Kong. Um, in 64, there was actually, uh, Valiant Comics had King Kong the Robot, which was kind of cool. Um, and then, but when it was reprinted, they called him Super King Kong. Then Monster Comics got a hold of it in 91, and again, this is uh, based on the novelization and not the film, and they did this big, crazy six-part series with these beautiful covers and everything telling the, the story. Then Dark Horse comes around in the 90s, and, you know, in the 90s, Dark Horse was publishing Godzilla Comics, Predator, Alien... Uh, every everything like that, and they wanted to do King Kong as well, and they wanted to do like King Kong versus Predator and King Kong versus the Rocketeer and King Kong versus Tarzan, but because of the rights, you know, there. I was reading an interview. It was like somebody owned this part of the rights, and other people own this part, so they really weren't able to do a whole lot of stuff. Finally, in two thousand five, they were due some stuff tied into the Peter Jackson film, which was, which was kind of cool. Uh, and then Dark Horse also published, um, some Kong King of Skull Island, which was a prequel and a sequel that kind of showed where he came from, but then also what happened after the movie. And they just, we ignore some Kong on those. Boom Studios would come in in 2016 and do Kong of Skull Island. That was a 12 issue series. And then Gods of Skull Island after that. And then they did a crossover with Planet of the Apes. Which, Boom did a lot of crossovers with Planet of the Apes. I mean, Green Lantern did one. Uh, I think Star Trek did one. I don't know. And they're all a whole lot of fun. Then, most recently, Legendary Comics has been doing stuff based on the, the films and things. Kind of seeing his origin in that universe and stuff. So, between the two, you know, you see a lot of similarities again. As far as what is going on, what comes through. Um, if I had to pick a winner, originally I thought I was going to pick Kong. Because, I mean, King Kong the Robot and King Kong and Planet of the Apes. If they'd have made a King Kong and Rocketeer, I probably would have gone that route. But after saying it out loud and talking about it, thinking, I'm going to give it to Godzilla. You know, just his Marvel series hard-traveling hero, Godzilla, and seeing all these other things, you know, even though a lot of them are kind of the same, being based on the movies, there's enough with the time travel stories and 
everything that it's a lot of fun and adds some diversity to it. Um, whereas King Kong, I think because of the movie and the novel being split between source material, it, it kind of hurts it. And so, yeah, comics go to Godzilla. Puts him up two to one. So tomorrow we're going to look at the origins. Who has the best origin? Tune in and let me know. Also, let me know if you've read any of these comics or what you think or what crossovers you'd like to see. You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. You can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Hey, Black, why,